But I just wanted to share a little bit. There's something that is on my heart. But I want to talk about the, a little bit about the anointing. Well, I've heard it all before. I know everything there is about the anointing. So you've got your Bibles. Just a few minutes. The anointing. Everybody say the anointing. Say, I'm anointed. So I have the Holy Spirit in me. I'm sealed by the Spirit of God. So we need to speak about the anointing. We need to declare that we are anointed. Because Paul said it in 2 Corinthians. He said, but now it is God who establishes us with you. He anointed us. Gave us his spirit as a deposit. Set his seal upon us. And so we're anointed. But we need to speak about the anointing. Because the anointing changes things. Come on, say, I'm talking to myself. Amen. Say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm appointed. I'm appointed. The anointing can change things. The anointing can change things. Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, the Holy Spirit and power. And he went about doing good and healing all those who were under the power of the devil. I want you to notice that Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit. He was anointed with the Holy Spirit. Not some intangible, undescribable force of power. He was anointed with the Holy Spirit and power. So the fact that he was anointed with the Holy Spirit speaks volumes because number one, it shows us that Jesus received the Spirit without measure or limitation because he was anointed with the person of the Holy Spirit. In Isaiah 61, he says, The Spirit of the Lord God is on me. And there was a prophecy because he has anointed me. He didn't say a part of the Holy Spirit. He said, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is upon me. And that was quoted in Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19, where Jesus found that place in Isaiah on the day that he walked into the temple. And he stood up and he read out of the scroll, The Spirit of the Lord God is on me because he's anointed me. So the Spirit of God is on you. So when you are anointed, it's not a force or a power. You are anointed by the person with the person and by means of the person of the Holy Spirit coming upon you. Is that okay? And so it struck me afresh yesterday when I was meditating on the Spirit, um, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. And he went about doing good. So the anointing is more than power. The anointing is a person. And when the person comes on you of the Holy Spirit, something changes. And that person coming upon you is called the anointing. And so some of the manifestation of that is, is power. Is it okay? It's power. And amongst other things. So in um, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 8 and 9 it says, your throne of God will be forever and ever. And then he says, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness, talking of the Messiah. It's a quote from Psalm 45, verses 6, 7, and 8. And he says, your throne of God will last forever because you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness or the oil of joy above your companions. So it was prophetic about Jesus. So in other words, so Jesus came as the first anointed and he was anointed, which set him above his companions. Now, who are his companions? It's us. Amen. So that anointing that hit him or that came on him, that was poured out on him, set him above his companions. But why? 
because he was the first and he is higher but the whole reason for that anointing was he wants to share that with his companions with his fellows so he is the Christ the anointed one we are Christians so we are the fellows we are the brethren so then he comes and then he anoints us with oil is that right so he, the same spirit that he received he pours out on us so I'm just going to show you sometimes we get so um, caught up and so complicated that sometimes we lose some of the basics he has some anointing oil really isn't it amazing that the Holy Spirit that God in his wisdom would associate a divine being with a tangible physical substance like oil isn't it incredible and so this little bottle of oil here represents the fullness of the Holy Spirit that which was on Jesus without measure without limitation is encapsulated in a bottle of oil so much so that when um, kings were to be put into position they were anointed with oil when priests were to be ordained they were anointed with oil and when that physical substance that olive oil was taken and was applied to them under the direction of the Spirit of God through the laying on of hands with the oil the Holy Spirit of God would come upon that person and something would happen something transpires feel it or not something is transformed inside of you and so kings were now qualified to rule and to reign priests were qualified were ordained to minister prophets were qualified and ordained to stand and speak on behalf of God and to prophesy all by the transforming power that took place when oil was applied and so it becomes a miraculous thing very much like communion where Christ says where Jesus says I'm in those things you know the bread is my body the wine is my blood and so there's that it becomes a mysterious or mystical union between the physical substance and the being of Christ the physical substance of oil and the being of the Holy Spirit and how is it that you can take oil and apply it and something transpires inside of that person that goes above and beyond its physical properties I mean physical oil can't birth a ministry inside of you otherwise all the ladies would have incredible ministries when they put on their face creams and things like that you know when you bathe in the oil you know the radox and things like this you know something with, but it's the direction of God and so I just want to show you a couple of video clips but before we do the two video clips let me just tell you I was just sharing with some of the family churches you know last I, I, every Saturday when I come into the church and pray I pray for them and I just give them a word of encouragement and I just mentioned the anointing and uh, Pastor Aldrich and his wife Natalie Pastor Aldrich messaged me back and he said we've just had um, a miracle with the anointing oil he said I brought a bottle of anointing oil but it's the spray kind you know so it's like you know that's the modern way of doing it the old-fashioned way is okay and he says so it's a bottle and it's like an aerosol and he said listen this family live in in terrible circumstances with other family members and he says looks that they need all the anointing they can get but he says they have to regularly anoint their house because of all the stuff that happens in their home and he said they've been using it for months and months and months this bottle of oil he said 
they actually went to the house to go and check every second week. They go around and they anoint the entire house, the doorposts, the walls, the windows. It must be a serious family they, they're living with. But they anoint everything. And they said in all those months, they said that oil has never diminished. He said, we actually went to the house and looked. They said, this is the same bottle. We use it every second week. It should have been finished by now, but it stays at the same level. Supernatural, supernatural signs and wonders. Show the first clip. It's what inspired me to share this morning. Hi, Pastor John. Just a short testimony from Wakastrum. Last year in October, we attended your conference. In our gift packs that you gave us, there was a small bottle of anointing oil. Shortly after the conference, uh, we noticed on the very farm where I work that there were blocks on the farm, fields on the farm that had uh, an incurable disease. Normally, you lose the complete crop on those fields. I decided to put the anointing oil into the fertilizer tanks and pray over it. That was what we did and at the end of the season, in spite of losing between 30 and 40% of the yield on those fields, we still achieved budget. So I give glory to God for the miracle that He did through the anointing oil that I got from you. Thank you. Wow. Let me just explain the full. We, we, he did it by WhatsApp, so we had to keep it short. A particular blight hit the berry plant. Now, this is a commercial. They export overseas, and a blight hit the crops. They lost 40% of their berry plants to the blight. And he decided then to put the anointing oil and pray over it, put it in the fertilizer and spray all the crops. He said to me, Pastor John, I've got all the figures. We were sitting at the breakfast table. He said, I've got all the stats, all the figures. We had the same yield, the same output that we normally do on 60% of the plants that we do with 100% of the plants because of the anointing oil. The same yield. The same yield. Is it magical? Well, I suppose it is, but it's mysterious. It's a power. Isn't that right? And so in the simplicity of just them taking God at His word and taking it at face value and saying, we're going to do something with this anointing oil. See, God never instituted anything just for the sake of it. He did it because it has a power and it has a benefit, it has a purpose. And so He did it. And then it was really interesting, just before that I came into the office and Myra walked into my office and she said, Pastor John, I just want to show you something. Just watch the clip. I developed this cancerous spot on my hand and uh I also had a similar spot on my arm. I started putting anointing oil on it and the spot on my arm is completely healed and the one on my hand is very much better. Wow, a skin melanoma cancer one. I'm, Auntie Myra was just saying she would just come in and put oil on it and the cancer has gone. Come on, I think we should woo, get excited. Amen. So he anoints us with the oil of gladness. So just a couple of things about the anointing, just very quickly. The first thing is that the anointing consecrates. It sets you apart. So that's the first thing. In Exodus chapter 30, from verses 22 to 25, it talks about the anointing oil. It consecrates us. In other words, it sets us apart. It defines us as different. Okay? It makes us saints. 
So we are consecrated by it. The second thing that the anointing does, it illuminates. The third thing that the anointing does is that it imparts authority. Demons came out in front of Jesus and cried out. It was because of the authority that he carried. So the anointing consecrates, it illuminates, it releases authority. But not only that, it gives us ability. Something we couldn't do before, we can do now. If I was to sum it up, I would say the anointing gives or makes you something you don't have. Okay, gives you something you never had before. It gives or transforms you into something that you never had. I mean, it's a long subject. I was studying all day yesterday and all night. So in other words, you, you find a little bottle like this of anointing oil and, and you anoint yourself or you are anointed with it and the Holy Spirit of God associates himself with it. And suddenly you go to a person who is the same as the world, now you're consecrated. You're set apart for a specific function. Second thing is he illuminates. You know, he leads. How did Pastor Handy, you know, did the Holy Spirit reveal, now I want you to do this. Now I want you to do this. Now I want you to do this. And, and she's one of the, the highest rated spiritual workers in the prison. It was because of the illumination, the leading of the Holy Spirit. And it releases authority. You know, like Pastor Handy said, this little body in front of all those prisoners, they could eat her for breakfast, but they respect her because she carries authority. You know, it was said about Jesus, he speaks like no others. We've never heard anyone speak like, because he speaks as one, as having authority. So the anointing can release authority. The anointing will also release ability in you. You will find that things come alive and ability will come alive in you. And the last thing is that it gives you power. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil. Now, um, Joseph Prince said he visited um, an olive press. The word fresh anointing in Psalm 92 means use the green olives from which you get the virgin and extra virgin, the, the purest olive oil. So fresh in the, when it says you've anointed me with fresh oil, it, the word fresh is green. So in other words, you've anointed me with the purest oil, the purest anointing oil. But um, Joseph Prince says he went to an olive press in Israel and he watched them press the olives. So they put the green olives in and they started to press it. And uh, when they started to put the squeeze on, the first oil that came out, they took and that's what they use for the candles, for illumination, for the light. That was the kind of oil they used in the candlestick, in the temple, in the tabernacle. Then they continued with what they called the second press. And the oil that came out from there, they set aside, and that would be for anointing the sick. That was for medicine. And the third press, the oil that came out there, they would use in soap for cleansing. Right there, it talks about the person of Jesus on the cross. You know, the perfect work that he did was to bring illumination into our lives, was to bring healing into our lives and cleansing into our lives. Now, there's too much to go on and say about it. But this morning, I think we need to just get back to the simplicity of the anointing. We just need to get back to taking it at face value. James 5, if anyone is sick, you know, let him call for the hours and the prayer of faith, you know, anoint him with oil and uh, God will heal him. 
amen, through the, the, the anoint, laying on of hands and the anointing of oil. It's really interesting that if we believe what the Word says about the anointing, we can see transformation in our finances. Is that okay? So in Exodus 25, what they did was they mixed this anointing oil. And the anointing oil was only made out of uh, four ingredients put into olive oil. And the first one was myrrh. And then the second one was sweet cinnamon, sweet calamus, very much similar, and then cassia, the four ingredients. And all of those were put together into olive oil to make the anointing oil. There were specific instructions for the anointing oil. And that number one is you can't anoint a stranger. You could only anoint a person from Israel. So you can't anoint an unbeliever because they don't know, they don't receive the Holy Spirit. You can only anoint them to be, when they're believers. He says, and you're not to put it on flesh. You only anoint the garments of the priest. So the, the whole thing about it is this. You don't anoint natural people. You anoint spiritual people. Amen. Those who are clothed with the garments of salvation. Those who are priests unto the Most High God. Is that okay? But isn't it amazing? I know this morning that as we anoint you, you anoint yourself with oil, something is going to change as we get back to just the simplicity of obeying the word of God. Myra just took the anointing oil, put it on the cancer sore, and there's just a red spot there. Christoph said, this blight can't take the harvest. And it's not even his berry farm. He works there. And he takes a little bottle of anointing oil like this. It's a massive farm that exports. And he throws it into the fertilizer. And they spray all the plants. And 60% crop produces the same as a 100% crop. Because somebody anointed the plants. So this morning, I've put out three tables with anointing well in it. If you need a breakthrough anywhere in your life, I want you to be prayerful. And then what I want you to do is I want you just to go and dip your fingers in. And I want you to anoint yourself. Is that okay? But I'll tell you when to go. Then you anoint yourself with the oil. If you need a breakthrough, I know this morning God really spoke to me that out of this is going to come fruitfulness in your life. What the enemy has meant for harm, God means for good. If in any way you've been cut back, if in any way, you know, a disease has hit your potential harvest, if something has happened to your finances, in any way, if there's been a theft or a robbery, then just put some anointing oil on, anoint yourself, go back, take out your purse or your wallet or your bank card or just anything that you can, just anoint it with oil. Amen? Then also, you know, if you need a touch from God of healing, let's just do that. Take the anointing oil, put it on yourself and just thank the Lord for the fact that, you know, the second press when he was on the cross by his stripes, I've been healed, you know? And just trust God that with that anointing, something happens. I'm just trying to keep the service short this morning. I can preach for hours on the anointing. I can go to Genesis 28, the law of first mention, Jacob anointing the stone. And at night when he slept with his head on the stone, you know, he dreamt about it. When he woke up in the morning, he took the stone that was down and he set it up as a pillar and he anointed it. And he said, how awesome is this place? God is in this place. Though the town used to be called Luz, he changed it to the name Bethel. And he said, because this is none other than the house of God, this is the gateway of heaven. And so basically when he slept, he was dreaming the dreams of God. And basically God's dream was, I want a church. 
That's why he called Abraham out of where he was. And he said, I want to show you a city that looks like a church, that looks like a bride. Is that okay? And he took the stone and he put it up. And it was because Jesus, who died, stood up and became the chief cornerstone of the church. But when he awakened and he anointed the oil, it says he awakened and it was the morning. It was the beginning of a new day. And God was saying, right, now I'm going to establish the church, which will be the gateway of heaven. And anointing oil was poured over. Speaking about the one who would do it would be the rock Christ and he would be the anointed one. Is that okay? So I mean, I can, I can preach for hours. I can go to Leviticus 14 and talk about, you know, the leper who was anointed with the blood and then anointed with the oil. I could tell you about how they chose kings and anointed them, how Samuel anointed David and how he anointed Saul, how Elijah went and anointed Hazael and uh, Jehu and uh, how he anointed Elisha as a prophet in his place. You can just keep going right through the Bible, right through the Bible, just talking about the anointing, the anointing. The anointing. I can teach for hours on the anointing. But what I want to do this morning is I want us to take God at face value. I want to take the word at face value and say, let's just anoint everything that needs to change. Let's put the oil on, on everything that needs changing. If God can heal plants and make them more fruitful, how much more the trees, the planting of the Lord to make them more fruitful. Amen. Listen, we need the oil of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We need the oil of the Holy Spirit. I just want you to, it's not, it's just, I just want you to get in the presence and we're going to do this. I know you know about the anointing. I just wanted to share a little bit and share those testimonies.
into your finances. Welcome him to your body for healing. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. He anoints my head with oil. My cup overflows. You can anoint for blessing. In Exodus 30, after, or in fact, I think it was even before the priests were anointed, every article, every item, every piece of furniture in the temple was anointed. Everything was anointed. Everything. It was all consecrated. It was all set apart for God. So even these cameras, just touch them with anointing that everything is for holy use. Everything. It's amazing that that same oil that you put on the priests, on the prophet, on the king, was put on the items and the furnishings in the temple. And everything became holy. Everything became consecrated. So can you anoint your home? Yes. You can say this house is anointed. This guitar is anointed. This pulpit is anointed. So can you anoint your wallet, your bank cards? Yes, you can. Can you anoint your car? Yes, anoint the car. So everything can be anointed. Is that right? that's my desire in this church that even the chairs that people sit on is anointed it's consecrated it's set apart it's anointed it's anointed it's amazing that the Holy Spirit never leaves you he never forsakes you he never goes but that sense of the presence that sense of the nearness that sense of the the manifest anointing we can lose it because of busyness and distraction and and all of those kinds of things we can become disconnected in a sense with God that's why we, a little while ago we had that God connect evening meeting just so we can get back together you know and, and just get that fresh sense of the flow of the Holy Spirit so maybe it's not you know your finances are okay maybe maybe you, you know your body is good you're strong you're healthy but maybe it's just that refreshing know I've just lost something of the joy of salvation you know it's, it doesn't it's not the same as the way that it used to be and maybe this morning we just need fresh oil fresh oil how do we do this I think maybe you can just anoint yourself this morning is that okay just dip your fingers in put it on your hands come sit down just put the anointing on yourself if, if, the, if you've got an illness just Lay your hands on your head or that part of your body that's whatever that's needing healing. Let's trust God this morning for healing. We're doing James 5. Is that okay? Amen. Are you ready? Just come, take some oil, put it on your hands, go sit down. Just anoint, anoint your finances. Anoint everything.
Come on, the Lord told me that miracles are going to happen. Miracles are going to happen. Things are going to change. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, success is going to come. Increase is going to come to business. Increase is going to come in your work. Increase is going to come in the name of the Lord Jesus. That's for your bosom. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, I want to just thank you for that increase in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you for it, that all things change. All things change. Father, it's going up levels. Father, in Jesus' name, and it's not taking long. Father, I thank you for it. Come on, get in His presence. You can. It's powerful. It's powerful. It's powerful. It's powerful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, we need the sweet, precious anointing of the Holy Spirit. Come on, we need Him. I mean, He's in the atmosphere. You don't even need us to lay hands on you. Just receive, 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 receive. Great testimonies are going to come out of this morning. Great testimonies. other words the seasons are changing those of you who can those of you who want to should we stand together I just want you to raise your hands and surrender and just just lift your hands to the Lord keep inviting him keep inviting him 